Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You know what I can't stand, bro? You know what's really been irking my nerves? These these, uh, women on Instagram or Snapchat that use the freaking uh, freckle filter. That was that was a little tongue twister. Freaking freckle filter. They be using these fake uh, uh, what you call it? Freckle filters, bro. And I had to grow up with my stuff, that stuff my whole life and get picked on. I was I was uh, you get picked on though. Yeah, yeah, I got made fun of because of freckles, and they don't, I don't think I even. On, on I don't think I noticed you have freckles. Bro, I got fre- freckles everywhere, bro. I have freckles on my legs. My arms, face, everything, bro. I just think you had so much other things to make fun of. That <laughs> I yeah. was focused on the freckles. <laughs> I got picked up, bro, for having freckles. And these Instagram models walking around here with those freckle filters, bro. That stuff is so aggravating. I've never heard anybody say that they liked freckles on a dude, though. I was people, so self-conscious. People like, freckles, people like freckles on girls, I guess. I don't know. I was yeah. so self-conscious of it, but now they over here just pinning on filters and looking all cute and stuff. I'm like, you don't know the freckle struggle. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's the same thing with glasses, though. Like, you know, some people like glasses. You know, they'll, they'll do filters or something to have glasses. Yeah. And, That's true. You know, like some people, people wear fake yeah, glasses, yeah. like Russell Westbrook with the lens out and stuff. Yeah. Like, did, did you see the uh, pictures of NBA setting up? In the uh, hotels today? No, that's it. No. So they're already setting up uh, workout arenas for them in like hotel uh, conference rooms. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. They started setting up today in Orlando. I was like, oh, bro. It really don't matter. You know, going to get shut back down. I don't think so. I don't think the NBA will. Not the NBA, but here in Waco, or Texas, for sure. going to get shut down, bro. We get shout out to 200. And twenty something cases today. Wow! It was like 160 two days ago, then like 111 yesterday. It dipped down and then just skyrocketed right back up today. Mm. Do you know how many people are actually in Waco? Uh, 125,000, I believe. Maybe 50 bad. now. Maybe 50 now. 150. I figured it was like yeah, like 100k. So you're talking Anyways, about two, two. You're talking about 220 cases total, or? No, 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 no. Today, cases, just new cases today. Yeah. Just yesterday, and then yeah, the day before that, one eleven. The day before that, like one sixty something. Yeah, yeah, it's skyrocketing over here, bro. It, it we're one of the worst counties in all Texas. Mm. In all well, Texas, for a while, um, at the rate we're going, no, we weren't having any. For nah, a while, bro. and then we just... went like we went like a week without any cases. Yeah, I any. And then, like, yeah, the highs were like three and four. Now we're 124, 134, 174. That's sick, bro. Yeah. Magnolia, Magnolia not helping the city out that much anymore, huh? Hey, outsiders. I don't know, bro. You could blame it on Magnolia, but I still blame it on all the people that are still gathering. Like, one of our last high totals, I was driving around 
and like everything was still congregated up. I really blame it on these restaurants, bro. They were all ready to come back, and now that they're back, they weren't enforcing the laws that they should have because everybody's been on top of everybody and all the Snapchats I seen. People going yeah, but you have to have it there. You have to have somebody there with it to even get it. Yeah, but you don't know if somebody has it a lot of times because of the, you know, symptoms not showing, or you know, someone could could be a, a knowing carrier. Exactly. That's the scary part about this is that like the real is the people that have it aren't as fearful as the people that don't know that they have it. Hmm. That's what's really tricky about the situation. When's the last time you were that? A week. Uh, probably. What was it? Two weeks ago, probably. Oh, okay. That's good. It's been a while. I ain't, I ain't worried about it at all. Yeah. Austin is uh all the public parks are shut down this weekend. Um, For Fourth of July. Yeah, we shut down yeah. all the public parks. Cause... Have you went to go get tested, Austin? Did weren't you in the little scare scare? No, never scared. Never scared. Don't crush your son. I thought you was around people though. Angie, you, you've been around people. Yeah, I was just with my homegirl that had it last week. <laughs> oh, are you serious? I mean, she didn't have it anymore, <laughs> but she had it before. And you were still around her. Yeah. Well, I mean, you so can't who- just like forever be on quarantine. Eventually, like if those people are. I mean, don't have it anymore. they don't have it anymore, you know? I haven't seen her in a month. It's, it's, let's be honest, y'all. Whose trust issues are going up after this is over with? My mom. Because nah. my trust issues are already up right now. See, what I'm starting to realize is there's, like, nothing like you can really do about it. Like, if you're doing everything you're supposed to do, like, you, like, you, you just, I mean, I don't know. Like, unless you want to just live in a bubble forever, like... And let's and let's not act like Corona's going anywhere. It was already here. Remember, like when it first started, it was already on the back of Lysol cans. So it's not like it's gonna disappear. We know that it'll always be around. What do you mean on the back of Lysol cans? When, when... It was already yeah, on like... the back of Lysol pl- uh, cans. Like it, it was listing all of the viruses and the diseases it kills, and one of yeah, them what... listed were coronavirus. Yeah, I know that, but when, when, what timeline are you talking about? Because I'm pretty sure all of that happened after. No, but way before the well, when the pandemic started, it was already right. listed on the back of them. Right. Yeah, because they did that pretty early. Most of the, <laughs> most of everything. I mean, a lot of these companies were on top of um, warnings and you know stuff like that, especially because people were buying things to avoid getting it. But I don't right. think it's going anywhere. But as far as like. I don't think it's going to be um, – it can go back from being a pandemic. It doesn't have to still be a pandemic. Nah, yeah. Because, I mean, you see other states are doing good. I mean, you see New Jersey, one of the worst states, is the best state now in the whole country. I don't think they ever opened up. A lot of those places no, never, never opened, never opened up. back up. And that's what I was done for, bro. I was like, bro, I can stay on quarantine until July, bro. I'm good. I ain't got nowhere to go. I ain't got nowhere to be. I think, done. I think I think these warm done. weather places, like the more warm weather areas that, you know, thrive on tourism and, um, you know, also just, you know, more people being, having unrest. Because um, Texas, it was Texas, Florida, and like, where else? Uh, Texas, Florida, Arizona, 
But someone in Arizona I saw in the comments was like, bro, we never actually went on quarantine. <laughs> We've been breaking the laws all the time. Like, quarantine never really happened over here. Mm-hmm. It was never enforced at all. It'd be interesting to see exactly where that person was from. Were they from, like, a bigger city in, in uh, Arizona? or? I'm pretty sure. It would have to be. Uh, what do you think? Do you think uh, Maul was right saying that this is all linked to hookah usage? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> something to do with it. I mean, I people that are still doing hookah right now are nasty, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro, I be seeing people Snapchatting in the club in Houston still with the hookah strong, bro. I'm like, I'm like, well, bro, yeah, hey. <laughs> Hey, you got it, bro. You ain't well, I mean, me. I mean, hookah might be probably more than you know other types of drugs that you share. Um, probably the most cleanest because I mean, you change the tip every time you do a hook. You know, you have mm-hmm. your own tip, so I don't think. Hey, it's, yeah. it's not like it's not like passing a blunt or something. You know, like now that we're done talking about hookahs, let's uh, introduce the podcast. I thought. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Voices Podcast. Uh, we're without women today, so this is going to be a very toxic masculinity podcast. Um, just like the world should be. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there making some. They're out there somewhere making taller than us. Uh, got your boy Jay what Jordan. Up? Austin, the pristine in the building. No, drop it off. How how we feeling this week, fellas? I'm great. Uh, I feel real uh, indifferent this week. It's just kind of like I don't know. It's just weird. The days just went by real weird. Like, right? I feel you on that. They they definitely did go by fast this week. This week started out good, but as of yesterday, it's been kind of going. Especially, you know, when I find out my own people's got the Rona. Mm-hmm. It's really hit home now. I mean, it hit home with Jordan, but it's hitting the front doorstep now. Uh, Jordan's a piece of cheese, huh? It's just... It's not It's not like that. Anyone from that party, Jordan? Did anyone else test positive? Yeah, just one, one other person. Okay. Yeah. That's good. But for the most part, everybody was negative, so... That family gathering thing, so... It was... All good, um, but we got. That's crazy! All the stories that have been coming out, like family house parties, got like major outbreaks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's crazy. Yep. But we got a lot of topics. To That's hear, why. We, so, bro, we got too many, man. We wanted to be a three-hour podcast or nothing because three-hour. Let's let's be real. Is anybody really listening to us talk for that long? <laughs> so. I think no, while we, I think I, while we have their attention, we should really like. I listen to hammered. it. You y'all, do. Y'all should really go back. And Let's start. It. Like if y'all not listening to it, y'all should go back. Austin, awesome. yes, I listen to it, but you're. It's different because we're we're. A no, biased, I know, but I'm just saying we're a biased party. You know, you're talking about. Let's start with the first topic. Finna play a new game. I'm a narcissist. Inspired by the one hit wonder Vanilla Ice, <laughs> it's called "Who You Risking the Rona For." As you heard, it's actually a developing story right before we start recording. But Vanilla Ice was going to perform regardless here in Austin at a restaurant slash concert. It was a loophole because their restaurant has a concert space. Mm-hmm. They were still allowed to have a concert, but they could only sell half of the amount of regular tickets that they usually sell. 
And he said he wasn't tripping. He wanted to do it. We didn't have the corona in the 90s. So we're going to live it Which up. Which was what? What is he talking <laughs> yeah, about? That's so stupid. That's right? almost as dumb <laughs> as Trump's statement of the only reason uh, cases are going up is because we're testing more. We're testing so, more. <laughs> like, we didn't have Rona in the hey, 90s. Bro. So all 90s artists, you're allowed to perform. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was going to be him and uh, the uh, Color Me Bad uh, group. Oh my God! I wanna six. I wanna Rona you up. <laughs> Where are they performing at in Texas? Somewhere in Austin. It's a like I said, it's a restaurant, but oh, wow. it's kind of like the backyard. I think it's an outside venue, yeah. Yeah, it's a loophole where they have an outside venue, so they can still get their concerts off. Interesting. So, who are y'all gonna go see in concert to risk the Rona for? Austin, Jordan, whoever wants to go first. Kendrick. Just Kendrick, no openers. Uh, just Kendrick. Just Kendrick. Yeah. What's funny is Austin. Have you seen Kendrick already? <laughs> I've only seen him once, bro. Yeah, like it's funny because Austin, Austin just album. Austin just like seeing artists over and over. Because this is like, yeah, all right, you're probably gonna get the Rona. Who knows what could happen to you? You know, up to death. You know, at least you'll have to miss work. Who are you going to go see? I'm going to go see the artist I already seen a million times. It hasn't had an album come out in three years. Look, I'm invested in these people. These people are really like family to me. Okay? Oh, yeah. Austin, you need to get off of that, bro. I told you, bro. Get off that narcotic, bro. You want to see your mom again, what? don't you? Huh? I said, you want to see your mom again, don't you? You want to see your dad? <laughs> what kind of threat is this? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's how I want to see like Kendrick again. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, like no, we don't. No, we don't get it. But I guess so. Oh gosh, Jordan, who are you risking it for, bro? Um, let's see if anybody. August Alcina. <laughs> nah. August. Feature. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, say that topic. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, probably Kaylani. Oh God, Kaylani. Yeah, bro. A B list. Oh, okay. Yeah, I ain't say nothing. I'm gonna be too toxic. Well, the reason, the reason, the reason it would seem like that, like a B list would be a go to for me, is because I don't like big, big concerts, anyways. Ah. I like the more intimate venues, and so so you, the Rona risk goes down. Usually, the I mean the concerts I enjoy the most are or more intimate venues, anyways. And because you're closer, there's less people. Usually, it's not as many teenagers there and stuff like that. And right. so, the concerts I do enjoy tend to be smaller ones. So I, I'm not gonna say Drake. So it's like you know, hundred thousand people in the same arena. Or <laughs> arena, like yeah. It's gonna be someone a little smaller. So someone like that. Um, let's see. Maybe uh, his will probably be big too. Nah, I think I'm good. I think that's pause. Cool. Oh, <laughs> not meaning to go there. Uh, yeah, that that maybe um make the stallion or something, but it, it like oh. I said, it had to be something small. Okay, so you're shooting close to what I was about to pick. I was gonna say Beyonce. Why not be? Why not Queen be? I know, and and but now that you you kind of maybe want to change my answer when you said because of the uh concert size. Yeah. Once you said that, I was like, you know what, maybe. George F. Smith. That'd be nice. Yeah. Maybe George Smith. That'd be a nice vibe, you know. 
because I do kind of want the any of smaller concerts on you. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, Mother Nature t- does this thing, bro. I, what, who am I to fight Mother Nature? Who am I? Uh, sad day. So yeah, I think yeah, some some small for me. Um, definitely not. All right, let, let's go. Um, let's see. What's a one hit wonder that you would see? Um, just in person, mm-hmm. have nothing to do with Corona. Just who, what's a one hit wonder that you would go to a concert for? Because because Vanilla, Vanilla Ice is definitely just a one hit wonder. Like, come on, what's he gonna be performing Ice Ice Baby the whole time? The whole time. The whole time. Over and over, different remixes. And and hey, don't forget about the classic off of Ninja Turtles. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. You think he's gonna perform that? I don't know. <laughs> I would like to. <laughs> if I'm going to a Vanilla Ice concert, you better perform. You, you got to mix it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, one hit wonder Tanasha. Beautiful to look at. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah. And she dances. She dances great. Not just like regular dancing, like the TikTok dancing. Like she does some choreographs. Jeremy. What you got, Austin? Um, I'm going to say. I don't know if it's really a one hit wonder. I mean, if Tanasha is, then he should be too. But uh, Rich Boy. Ooh. Ooh. Rich Boy selling that. that. Yeah. You better go, to, you better go to Alabama? Yeah. You right. to Alabama Wait, I, feel, I feel like Austin Rich Boy was supposed to perform in College Station or something. And we were supposed to go to that or something like that. Oh, God. Am I tripping? That was, uh, <laughs> I, I, that was somebody else. But <laughs> Who was that? Want to see that? Go see them. Huh? Who was it? See, I'm gonna see. It was something, boy, wasn't it? Oh no, Charlie Boy. You talking about Charlie, Charlie Boy? It was a Charlie Boy. <laughs> <laughs> This was to see Charlie Boy over there. They did that one time. Bro, I remember that one point in school where everyone said they were Charlie Boy's cousin. Remember that? Really? Yeah, bro. Everybody used to be like. Yeah, Charlie Boy, my cousin. Yeah, Charlie Boy, my cousin. Like, bro, <laughs> calm down. That sounds well, like being a friend in high school. No, that sounds <laughs> like something Austin would say. Right, sex. Kidding <laughs> my cousin, bro. That's the first yeah. time I saw people do hooker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, did I he, he didn't show up, though, did he? Hella early, though. I no. think we got there super early, bro. And, like, he, by the time we walked in, we were, like, already done with it. Yeah, we're like, let's get out of here. Let's, let's get, get out. out. <laughs> oh, good. We should have known better on that too. It was like I think it was the summertime, and uh, yeah. college station. Which summertime and college station is not what it is. I'll tell you that everybody goes home. So, so one of my options should have been Kanye, and I don't know if y'all have been looking at the news. But did y'all see that Kanye has officially collaborated with Gap? Yep. He's going to be bringing over there for 10 years. And he is on a hot streak of songs releases this week. Have you checked them out? Um, I listened to Ego Death. I really like that one. Uh, The one Ty Dolla song. That's a vibe. Um, The other one, I listened to to a snippet of the the Travis Scott one. Eh, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. No, nah, I, I like both of them. Uh, I saw the video first. I like, I like, definitely like it a lot with the video. But it's definitely a mixture of Jesus and uh, Jesus is Lord. 
Jesus is it's like Jesus is Lord messaging with Jesus beats. And I'm not mad at the mix of the two. He knows what he's doing in there. And it's mixed by Dr. Dre. That was the first, I guess, collab with him. Because it looks like they're going to drop a whole collab album. Really? Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I I think both of them. Like I said, uh, like I tweeted, I said uh, Kanye definitely owed Ty Dolla Sign a good feature because Ty Dolla Sign's been carrying the last two of You're his right. albums. Yeah. <laughs> Rarely... I mean, he's been doing a lot of background uh, vocals on his albums, and it, mm-hmm. it's not really like he's even like featured. He's just yeah, just you can, there. You know his voice because it's so. Um, Ever since Fade, bro, he's like just been carrying yeah. a lot of Kanye's music. So yeah. Kanye definitely owed him the favor on that one. But it does. It it's a good song. What do you think about cute. the collaboration with Gap, though? Like, you think that's gonna? It's cool, man. I, I don't. Mean... I don't shop at the Gap, but. I, mean, I obviously you... never shopped at the Gap, <laughs> and never had anything appalling for me. I always shop at corner stores where I can just go buy a white tee for twelve dollars. There you go. So that's my Gap, <laughs> a Gap where you can uh, get offered to sell drugs and yeah. different stuff like that. Yeah, but, you, like, uh, you like you like multiple you like the multiple stops at one. Yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> go pull out some cash, buy a T-shirt, and get some gas. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All at the same time, and, and the corn on the cup. Yeah, it makes it, makes it worth it. <laughs> exactly, you know. So that's my I, gap. I mean, I think it's gonna be cool. I mean, two big brands coming move. together. Um, because he's had. I mean, of course, Yeezy line he's he's done as far as the shoes with Adidas. Um, that doesn't include apparel. Apparel. As far as I understand, yeah. that's that's just been, you know, um, the shoes. And then as far as like what he does with Yeezy season, I don't. I think that's just sold directly to consumer and stuff like that, right? I think it's, it's just on the so. website. It's they don't have a retailer that they they work mm-hmm. through, and so that's going to be interesting to kind of bring that style. Let's, let's see if maybe they change anything up to be more uh, department store friendly, or you know, and see what they're going to do with that. Um, now I wouldn't say department store, but just retail friendly. Um, Especially with but the I mean, retail taking a hit like it is right now. But I'm I'm sure I mean Gab does have a website too though. Mm-hmm. So I mean it'll be pretty interesting to, to see if I mean I'm sure he's getting the bag for it. But you know Oh for sure. I'm sure he has some plans. That's pretty dope though too as well. He dropped that old music video with consequence and GLC. And it was a video of them working at the gap back in the day. So uh, this is the part where we invite Austin on to hate hate on it. <laughs> go ahead, spew some of, go ahead, spew some of your hatred, Austin. Austin. I'm not gonna be like you. I'm just gonna not have an opinion on it. What? Okay. First In time. 2020, you have to have an opinion on everything. Are you serious? Eh, not worth <laughs> it. <laughs> I think by him not having I an opinion on Kanye, this is his opinion on Kanye. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I do want to hear the album with Dre. Yeah, you know who didn't want to listen to an album? Smoke Perp. Oh, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Nobody would listen to hey, an album. Dude never wanted to talk about him. Never. And now that he sees there's something to rag on him about, he wants to talk let me about. let me. Tell I mean, you it, it is newsworthy. I mean, I guess we can talk news- about it. Um, How is it newsworthy? <laughs> because I've never seen anyone sell five thousand copies in a week before. It's an all-time. Yes, low. you have. No, I mean, we weren't, we just, weren't we just talking about this is the best time to come out with the album if you're like exactly. a, a B or C exactly. lister? 
Exactly. Because nobody has really anything else to do. I told no you, competition. I, I told y'all last week I didn't really agree with that. But, I mean, people aren't just listening to anything, so. It's, I mean, let me explain it to the listeners be, real quick. It'll be, in, well, it'll be interesting to see what he does in the second week now that it's been brought to everybody's attention. Because I may go check it out yeah. just because. It might go uh, up to 10. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be just doesn't have the fan base for it. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a I don't see four, having, four million Instagram users. Okay. That's that's totally different than your music though. You know what I'm saying? You have four million Instagram followers. You I have mean, that is, to generate is, some type of listens. Yeah, I mean you, you I mean listens is different than sales though. You gotta remember that too. Well listens is mostly sales because people ain't really going to buy albums anymore. And that can get us into the whole bundle counts. conversation. I don't know what count, yeah, I don't know what counts as a sale when how many streams equal a sale. I don't either, well, but well, I, I mean believe, I'm assuming or a you unit know, his, or whatever. I'm assuming he did not have that many streams either. Um, no, absolutely you know, not. Otherwise <laughs> his sales would have been up as well. Just because we know streams lead to you know how they, they calculate that and everything like streams that. We just don't know the your, streams can make your album go platinum in the first week. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like French Montana when he lied to us and said they made so four hundred million uh, four hundred thousand four hundred thousand uh sales in his first week of his last album that no one listened to. Yeah, we he know that happened. So how? Yeah, he put all that old slappers on there. He put uh yeah. um uh, the song with Kodak, he put the song with Drake. Yeah and uh Unforgettable Unforgettable and Unforgettable and Unforgettable. Oh, yeah. oh, those three right there just drove it up. Yeah, you could have just dropped it with that. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, the song with Kodak was like two, three years old. Yep. It was nowhere close to being on there. But, but no. I mean, it, it's a good strategy. I mean, especially because that's what he does anyways. It's like radio hits. That's his thing. Um, he had a couple other ones that were on there that were um, pretty good and worth listening to. But most of the songs that were on his album, um, French's anyways, um, you know, you had heard before because they were singles um, from a while ago. But um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Let me explain to the listeners real quick. Oh, okay. Austin sends me smoke perp news all the time on Instagram. And every time I'm like, Austin, please stop sending this to me. Austin, I'm tired of seeing this. And Austin, it will never about. work. Stop sending me stuff. So I'm fine. I'm, I see the thing that says he only sold 5K, and I'm sending it to him, and now he don't want to talk about him. Why is that, Austin? Explain because to the now listeners. you want to talk about it. Why? Because he actually done why, something, why and do it was nothing to be it? happy of. <laughs> That's what I was always telling you. I said, bro, he hey, had came out with an album before that. A long we time even talked. Like, we even talked about to... him on the podcast before, where I was like. He Bro, came out with something relevant. not that long ago. He is not relevant. The only thing he has done is be behind Lil Pump while he says it's skidded. I, it, I, it I, I quoted that on this sense. podcast before. It honestly makes sense. It's because he doesn't have the type of audience that wants to be saturated with music by him. He came out with an album before before this, like not too long ago. He's just dropping more music because it ain't nothing to do. So, I mean... I think it's funny that academics wanted to post this album and not the album before. Or if he did post it before, I don't know. I'm pretty but, sure he did. He posted any album. 
No. That's Speaking of academics, um, Screw <laughs> that. Fred, uh, him, about and my Freddie, girl him and Freddie Gibbs got into a little quarrel on Twitter. So I don't know. I, I actually forgot how it started. So he sees them too. Do you remember? No, he ain't never seen them because DJ Academics doesn't leave nowhere from his basement into the office where he shoots uh, his show and then back. That's all he goes. And 6 Nine's house. That's about the only three places. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Freddie Gibbs is never gonna catch him, I and mean, it's not that. And it's go- not because he's untouchable. It's because, like what I said, he goes from his basement to where he shoots the po- the complex show, and that's it. There you All go. right, let's speed this up because we spent way too much time talking about Freddie Gibbs last time. So yeah. Oh no, it's nothing this time. I mean, it it was it was kind of like from last week. He said he was more rele- musically relevant than Jeezy. I agreed with him, of course, but I was upset because I was like, Freddie Gibbs don't say that because everyone becomes musically irrelevant. Now, if you want to just say you can whoop his butt like he did, then stick to that. If you say you're a better rapper than then say that because I agree with that as well. I mean, we look at Tupac as one of the greatest rappers of all time, and there is dozens of rappers that can rap him under the table. So if you want to stick to that, that'd been cool. But music irrelevant, don't do that, bro. Everyone becomes irrelevant. It's not a good argument. Anyway, then, that that interview was really dope, though. Bootleg, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bootleg Camp, yeah, he kept, yeah, he killed that one. I didn't realize it was from that interview. Yeah, I actually watched it. And if you watch the video, he's showing mad love to Young Jesus the whole time. It was literally that only one part where he said something bad about Jesus. Yeah, I mean, and like uh, Bootleg Kev said, uh, it got it was charging on Apple on the podcast, Apple Podcast. So, you know, it's just stuff like that that gets views and clicks and stuff, too. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the goal right there. I mean, can... that, was, that was his first podcast uh, episode, Jordan. That the, wow. That this dude did. That's what's up. That's, that's great. And then, uh, just to wrap it up real quick, Freddie Gibbs' dad lost. Is from, well, Freddie Gibbs was from Gary, Indiana. Birthplace of Michael Jackson, King of Pop. Rest in peace. His dad lost in a talent show to Michael Jackson, and his dad was always salty to Michael Jackson. They're off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Don't let Michael Jackson imagine be played in the house. <laughs> no, bro. He won. <laughs> hey, bro. Imagine how sick his dad was when that uh, just beat it drop, bro. <laughs> or thriller. Come on, bro. That was a mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I talk that sucker that. <laughs> oh, bro. In other news, hey, hey, thinking of Kendrick. Remember, hey, did y'all see the snippet where Lady Gaga was almost on uh, "Don't Kill My Vibe"? Oh yeah, that was terrible, bro. Yeah, it uh, was big trash. That probably that him probably taking her off of that song probably saved his career. In the long run, because <laughs> boy, <laughs> huh? Ever was big trash, big basura. That was um, Good Kid, Mad City, right? Would that have made Good Kid, uh-huh. Mad City less of a classic? I mean, I don't think it would have. I don't think that song would have been a hit like it no, was for sure. Yeah, we wouldn't have had a Jay Z remix of that song for sure. That's a A B. That's an A side song. It could have been a B, <laughs> a low C. <laughs> yeah, D side song. It is interesting though too, because that um, 
like it's Lady Gaga, so you know it's gonna be a single. Like, you have to have that as your single if you're doing a Lady Gaga song, especially he, at that time. Was he trying that to copy Wale? With the Lady Gaga feature? Was that a? Did he do good on that song? I don't remember. Who? I don't that song? Remember? Wale? Well, yeah. Was, I mean, I'm pretty sure it got some views. It was Lady Gaga on right. It was day. a pretty. I remember it, it was to go popular. Song. Yeah, it was uh, good. But uh oh. He dodged a bullet there, so. <laughs> Bro, big bullet. That's all right, but, though. Jake right. going to save the album anyways. But this one, thing, one thing I'm curious about on that. Um, So you got Lady Gaga's feature, right? Uh-huh. You had to pay her for it. Yeah. And then you don't put it on the album. And so it's like, it always made me maybe, wonder. It's like maybe when, she didn't when, get the back feature When big features don't make it on the on the album, mm-hmm. it's like, are you just out of money? I well, mean, I, a lot of I people... Th- my bad, go ahead, Austin. Oh, my bad. I was just gonna say, I feel like, not Lady Gaga, but a lot of rappers, other artists, you could just use it on another song. I I think she gets paid the front end, but she don't get paid the back end since it didn't go on the album. The front end of the payment, the first half of the payment. She probably didn't get the back end off of it. Hmm. And maybe they were on the same label. Maybe it was a swap for swap. Who knows? I'm not sure exactly what label she's on, but well, maybe she Kendrick... reached out. Maybe she reached out to him. Honestly, what's Kendrick on? Interscope. Yeah. Yeah, Interscope. Oh, yeah, I ain't not telling Lady Gaga's on. Well, I'm just saying, maybe she could have reached out to him too. I mean, yeah. I mean, I never know. For free? Maybe they could have just been in the studio together. And it was like, hey, is that the song? <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know, like one of them crazy Lady Gaga just casually, <laughs> casually hey. in the studio at the same time. Oh, hold on, hold on. I like that beat. Run that oh, beat. like she's in the hallway. Here's the, here's the track. Hold on, hold on. I'm feeling that. Hold on. Play like, that Who chorus. Is that? Oh, I got that. She walks in. It's Kendrick. Rah, rah. Oh, yeah. Oh, turn yeah. me up in the headphones. Hey, turn me up in the headphones. He's on kill my guy. Hey, bro. She's like, yeah, I'm about features, to ride this. Speaking of features. Let's talk about the most infamous feature right now. Uh, August Alcina <laughs> featuring the Smiths, or is it the Smiths featuring August Alcina? Well, I think it's I the Smiths featuring the, the, it's the all, Smiths. It's all types of nasty in there. Bro, <laughs> all right. I know this will be a tough topic for Jordan because I've been trying to get him off the paint about Will Smith for the longest time. What you mean? I've always, I've always been anti, I've always been kind of anti Will Smith. Will Smith hater, if you say. I don't remember us having. You know, we have debates about a lot of stuff. I don't remember having a debate on. We were having a debate about his movies that one time at your dad's house. Remember that? About how trash movies that. were. Remember that? I do remember that. Yeah, I've been on that same kind of stance ever since then. That's probably like two, three years ago. Now. Three, four. Yeah, because he had kind of a dry spell, but I mean, if we're talking about all in all, hit for hit, like Will Smith's got hits, bro. If we're talking about movies, bro. Anyways, Will Smith, August Alcina. Both of Jordan's faves. Jordan. Come on, man. Explain the nastiness, bro. Nah, I think you're better on this, bro. I'm better on it? Yeah. So it's so it's been like it's been speculated that he has something here. to do there. Because he was always he was kinda like trying to be, I'm hey, I'm family. I'm fake family. And all jokes aside, God bless August Alcina. He gets our prayers because he's been through a lot. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of emotional support and stuff he needs because he that dude's been what's what's some of the stuff he's been through, Jordan. I don't remember all of it. 
Well, we all know, but like, like brother when, when died, he first, right? When he first came out, like, his brother died. That was, like, yeah. kind of his big motivation beyond that. Um, so that was kind of big. I think, and then I think he had a, another – he had another family member die or his something sister. like that. His sister died. And didn't she have all the kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he yeah, take care of them. She has, she has, like, three daughters or something like that. And so he kind of, like, put his music career on pause. So he could be kind of more of a hands-on dad for them and stuff like that, rather than be touring and everything like that. So, um, and then I think he had some type of didn't he? Have, I hate to speculate. That's why I said I didn't want to be be kind of the main person on this. But I think he had some type of like um, disease yeah, or something. Disease or sickness, right? Yeah, he had some type of. He, he was real sick. Something something. Years he had some sickness. That's where Jada came in, pretty much. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was real sick. But Jay, go ahead and tell him about kind of what we're. He he had kind that Cuban around fever. The bush. We're kind of beating around the bush in regards to what exactly going is going on. So tell them about so it. So it was always alleged that they had like a little relationship. It always looked like a little fling. They were always together. He was holding, like hugging her, kind of uh, suspiciously. Jay, we got to use then, names. Like, oh, oh, August names. Oh, August, yeah. What's going on is that um, it was revealed August Alcina did with a, an interview with uh, Angela Yee, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Out that um, he had Will Smith's blessing to have, basically have an affair with, with Jada. And it's mm-hmm. all, basically they all knew about it. And that uh, basically Will was cool with it. Jada was cool with it. It happened, it was going on for a couple of years. And I'm not sure if it's still going on, but um, I mean. I don't think so. And sadly, it's got to be kind of linked to the fact that he did have an album just dropped. So he might be trying to push up some album sales. Which sometimes I think it just ends up happening because we're not paying attention to them for one um, right. until something big comes out, and two people typically have interviews when they have an album come out. Right. So maybe no one has anything to say, and then all of a sudden they have an interview because they have an album drop, and they get d- dropped on. You know, sometimes they ask them something that's pretty juicy, and I think Personal. that's kind of what happened. I think that's what happened. I don't think he was saying, "Hey, let's have a press conference where I'm going to talk about this." I just think he ended up maybe doing a some type of press junket or, you know, doing the rounds with radio stations because of a, a project that came out and someone asked him about it. And you would think he would have some type of NDA, right? Like some type think. of non-disclosure that the you Smiths would, would make him sign because, but I guess not. Hey, they was, if Will was cool with it, then he was cool with it. He was getting it off. Hey, shout out to I him. mean, <laughs> he was the way he made it seem. He talked about it like he was in love with her. Like, there's no guessing no. about it. Like, he really was in love with her. And then he realized, like, okay, I can't be totally. I can't give myself totally to this person and be in love with them because they're married. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, but it's, I, it's just. And, Unless we're spending them on polygamy, on that polygamy stuff, like then it might be different. But well, you have to think that if she was given a pass for this one individual, um, like do you think that's the the first person she's ever been given a pass to? Like, does Will no. get passes for certain people? Uh, I saw this other red table talk thing, um, and it was, I think it was red table talk. And it was Jada referring to Will, and she said, 
you can be on the other house you you can be on the other end of the house with uh whoever and I can be on the other house uh, other side of the house with someone else as long as we're in the house together and so I think what she was saying is you know although we may have you know side flings or something like that um we're honest with each other and we're together um when it comes to making decisions and keeping this family together and so just how she had said it in that moment was like, okay, I mean, she must be, you know, cool with it. So I don't know, but I, I just don't know, you know, Jay, what do you think? Do you think Will, you know, maybe has something on the side going on with some people and he's just ah. been more secretive about it than he, Jada? He might've been. I mean, you did see that one video I sent y'all. It was from an old red, red table talk. Yeah, that's what I just mentioned to to Jay. Yeah, so so probably they had the videos where he was touchy Philly, and he was also linked to that PizzaGate. Oh, really? We talk about that later. Yeah, I watched that video, but I did see like they were talking about him potentially like having a little small relationship with uh, with Margaret, Uh, Eva Mendes. Oh, I saw Margaret Robbie. Oh, yeah, I saw Eva Mendez on the set of Snitch. Um, I mean, uh, Stitch. <laughs> I mean, what? Hitch, my bad. <laughs> I was all over the place. Hitch. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, bro. I mean, he played that. He, he was playing that role a little too good, you know what I mean? <laughs> hmm. Eva Mendez is baddie. All right. Hey, so bro. Top tier. Margot Robbie, too. Uh, you don't think so? You watched Wolf of Wall Street, didn't you? Okay, yeah. Oh, that's who that is? That's who that that's is. Who that's... Yeah, okay, that's who that yeah, is. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I she get a trophy. She get a trophy. Yeah. Saying, it... For that performance. <laughs> <laughs> but it may, it makes you wonder, like, is that like the secret to their success is that they trust each other and everything? Um, you know, like is it is it really breaking your vows if that was part of your vows? Let's hey. say Let's say right up front, they were like, hey, you're an A-lister, I'm an A-lister, you know, we're we're going to be in situations where we may want to do things outside of our marriage, but let's make sure that we stay up front with it, uh, tell tell each other when it happens, um, or if something's down to happen and we both have to be on the same page with it, yeah. um, if we're going to let something like that happen. I mean, I think it, it's kind of weird, but I mean, if that's the vows you made to each other and that's the agreement you have. Then is it against your marriage? Get it off. I mean, I don't think so. Like, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't agree with it for my lifestyle, but no, for I, wouldn't. Life, I wouldn't do it <laughs> for their lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they're both A-list artists. Like, I, I mean, I hate to like give them a pass of like, oh well, it's just so hard not to. But I mean, if you're gonna have that around you and you're gonna want to do it, like. Hey, I mean, if you're that, if you can talk to each other about it and be honest and be real with each other and be okay, it feels, with it, and... It feels so icky saying it out loud. But I mean, <laughs> obviously, I mean, you can't diss da- Jada because well, Will knew about it, you know. Yeah. So it's like it's not like she went behind her husband's back, you know. Like they were being very truthful and, up, and forthcoming. It's like so. That's a crazy how thing. Can, how, mutual. how can we get mad at a couple who made yeah. a mutual decision who just 
so happens to go against what our personal more about values. Well, yeah, that's how the internet works, bro. We we get mad on people's preferences. I mean, they definitely are <laughs> when, when they don't match up with ours. We like yeah, to you know they, criticize them. I <laughs> mean, but you could you I mean, even that background, like you could tell by their kids, like they're super free thinkers. Like they have open minds on like different things. I mean, so. You could they just tell by get, the way they raise their kids, you know, that they're that way. They definitely so, get it from their mama. <laughs> but, I mean, you see that their kids are successful. Um, it, it appears that they're happy as a couple and that, you know, they their own endeavors have, you know, they've done well in their own endeavors. It's like, all right, to be able to raise a family who, for, for the most part, other than this, hasn't had any controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all being brought up in the spotlight and everything. You know, it's like maybe they're doing something right. I mean, I'm not gonna say that that's something that I'm gonna try to pass off to my wife. Be like, hey, <laughs> you know, the way let me, we Smith let me tell you things, something about polygamy. <laughs> let me tell you something about Smith. Like, uh, you saw Will, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's my cousin. So, uh, that's my cousin. Right? <laughs> he gave he gave me the lowdown. This is how it's gonna be. This is our family tradition, baby. Why are you gonna nah, fight against but, family? <laughs> yeah, right. But but on the flip side of that, right? Like, I think Jada does have to take some responsibility for August's feelings and like that how he got so emotionally involved and connected with her. Like, let's talk point, about that, bro. Because at some point, you do have to cut that relationship, whatever that fling or thing is. You have to like let it go because you're you are married you already committed yourself wholly to like this other person and you know what this is right when the other person mm. might not really i mean obviously they're not married they've never been in that type of situation but they love you or they care about you so they're gonna go along with it right like hmm. i mean we can talk about that bro because if jada was a dude and august Alcina was a girl he would be definitely canceled right now yeah, she would. De- she would definitely be on the canceling block. That's true. With the rockets to number but, one. But let's not act like, you know. Let's not act like it's fair. Like let's not act like it's an even playing field between between men and women. Like we have no, double standards. Not. We have double hey, standards. And I'm a big believer so in double standards. I'm a big believer. They rule the world. They make the world turn. Right. So this just so happens to be one of those instances where, yeah, where that's the case, but. Um, have y'all seen any official statements from Will or Jada? I, their nah. their team put out one saying it was completely untrue, and then Jada, untrue? of course, yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. And then Jada was like, I think Jada was making a joke saying, "I'm going to go on the red table talk," okay. and that's what I was wondering. I was like, so who do we send Jada to for a red table talk in a situation right. like this? Because yeah. they say August Alcina was like the uh, first red table talk guest. He's kind of hmm. like the inventor of it. Huh. Well, I don't know. She just she has a problem with letting her love slip a little too much because Tupac first and now August. And I was just <laughs> hey, bro. Up. Everybody, she hey. she keeps saying her and Tupac are friends, but everybody knows. Bro, we <laughs> saw the movie. Friends. We saw the movie. We saw the poll. <laughs> we know yeah. what was going on. Right? They they were in love with each other, whether yeah, it, she it turned said, physical or not, or they ever dated or not. They were in love with each other. She tweeted. She said, "There's some healing that needs to happen, so I'm bringing myself to the red table." 
Like, yeah, okay. I saw that. Like, that's not, definitely not going to be a biased interview. You know, what's funny is that in a week, we're probably not going to be talking about this. So. Oh, no, no, bro. Come she on. should just let it slide. Yeah. No one's going to care. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, she could have just been quiet, and everybody would have just kept on saying, yeah, he's just doing it because he has an album out. And just catch yeah. at that. But no. I just think sometimes, especially because there's not public events, there's not a whole bunch of things where people might catch you, you know, randomly and be able to ask you questions. If you just don't address it, we're going to move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't give it no burn, and we'll be just fine. Finding unless, a different thing to get unless talk about. she wants, unless she wants the burn, because like I said, I doubt that August is just going to just come out with that without their permission. Yeah. And so maybe she's like, "All right, you do this. This will help promote your album a little bit. I can do a red table talk. It's going to be the most Don't viewed worry, one baby, I've ever I had. It. I know how we can do this. <laughs> it's going to be the most viewed one we ever had. So hey, I, I don't know. I did teamwork make the dreams work. I did try to listen to it because y'all know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Y'all, y'all keep saying that I'm a big fan, but he only had like one project that you put us on to. August Alcina. So you're going to be. I mean, you were Regardless, I thought you, I thought you put me on onto him. No, you did, you did. I did. Oh, yeah. All right, that's nice. Uh, no, he had he had testimony that album, which is probably Fire. my favorite album. Yes, it's uh, good. That was good, but he didn't. His second album wasn't good, and then he had um the product two or the product or something like that. Mm. One of those um one of his mixtapes, which was really good, um, but it's only been like two of his projects. He's not very consistent. And then he hasn't had a lot of stuff come out recently. So I wouldn't be very yep. consistent either if I was in a relationship with Jada Pickett Smith. <laughs> be a little, <laughs> little, little distracted. And I would be consistent, but it wouldn't have nothing to do with the recording booth. <laughs> That's my thing, too. I'm like, why? I've seen it. Like, out of all the people, you know, it just, it just was weird. Like, it, it, uh, obviously, like he's a good looking dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, but he was never hey, really been relevant. Like, hey, Predator's gonna predate. Like, yeah, I guess so. Because I'm like, how does she even get in contact with him? Like, what? Does she just reach out and be like, hey, cutie? Well, he I mean, reached out to them because, like, like we prefaced it, of course, all jokes aside, he really did need a lot of emotional help. He really has been through a lot in his young life. So, so, so. I, he did leak, he did leak, uh, lean out to him at a vulnerable time. Fish. And we can't act like he wasn't like relevant. I mean, he was. I mean, I wouldn't say he ever got he was a, a list. He was, but he I was mean, on a freshman list, right? He was on a freshman list. Yeah, he's on a freshman list. Yeah. So I mean, he was, you know, relevant enough. I mean, you can't act like they're not at the same parties. They're not at you know award shows. I mean, you're gonna see people, and they probably met at some point. Um, connected, maybe had you know, um, inside joke or something like that, and then exchanged numbers. And you know, maybe he was a friend of the family, and it just so happened to be more than a friend with Jada later on. So, oh, maybe their kids was a big fan, and so they took him to a concert, went backstage, and yeah, I'm pretty sure one of their kids pit him on, so yeah, and then you know, she got the VIP treatment, you know, hey. And he got to be a feature, man, like a dog. <laughs> what else you got for us, Jay? Uh, let's see. Pop uh, did y'all see any of the? Did y'all see the disappointing story about Nucky Buck? What? I did see that. The disappointing story about Nucky Buck. 
I was like, eh. No, tell me about so, it. What's going on? So apparently the main artist or is it the producer, Austin? I believe the artist that made the song, he's a MAGA supporter. He's a big Trump fan. And also one of the members got, I believe, convicted of sexual assault with a kid. Ooh. So Nook Ify Buck is low-key canceled. Well, canceled for the week. People will forget about it. Yeah. So for the next month, don't play Nook Ify Buck. I, I can still play a little Scrappy's part, right? Okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh no, he's on Love and Hip Hop. He probably does something cancel worthy every week on there. I really want to put them paws on them. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> my favorite part. Speaking of being canceled, bro. Virgil, Mister Fifty Dollar himself. Get him out well, who's of on here. The, who's on the Fifty Dollar bill, Grant? Yep. Yeah, Mr. Grant himself. Get him up out of here. Big trash, big basura. First it yeah, was with the fifty first it was with the fifty dollar donation. And now it's with the paint <laughs> the paint uh album cover for Pop Smoke's post hominess album, I believe that's what it's called, right? Yeah. It was trash. I don't think there's much more we need to say about that. So. Austin, I mean, Jordan is our album cover expert. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was, there was bad, a couple, And then 50 Cent is, man, basically, you know, Post, posting, posting on multiple, 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 <laughs> multiple times a day, um, different, I guess, fan submissions, which yeah. there was one that I saw that I liked. It was, I think it was like this blue rose that had, um, it had, um, instead of thorns, it kind of had like it has like those it had the thorns, but it's kind of like yeah. the the crown of thorns thing, okay. kind of yeah. around the stem. I thought that was a good one, but then he had so many come out. I was like, man, I'm tired of looking at these. Yeah, I was low key tired of looking at them. If you get on Instagram right now, you follow Fifty Cent. It's probably gonna be on the first post you see. Yeah, and then he's like, you know, one to ten. Who likes this is, one? Yeah, <laughs> Branson Cognac. Who like this one? <laughs> I was like, yeah. come on, man. But uh, the main one I saw that I liked was where it looked like his head was all the smoke evaporating kind of. It's mm-hmm. hard to exp- it's hard to talk about this with no visual. This one. But yeah. I see. Uh, that one that one, but then the one without pop smoke written on it. Where oh, okay. it was just his head. Oh uh, okay. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, that one. I think yeah, that's it exactly right there. Okay. Is that picture of him with the cloud yeah, of smoke? I quit, behind I quit him. looking at him. Um this was the one I thought was pretty dope. Oh yeah, that's fire. It kind of looks like the Beauty and the Beast little flower, whatever. So, but, bro, Virgil, dope, but some of these are just too much. Virgil is trying to get Off-White into Marshalls by December, October, November. When do you think uh-huh. Off-White will be, be in Marshalls? <laughs> um, at this point, he'll need one more big scandal. Uh, but I think he could do it by Christmas. You think about Christmas? I think so. Yeah. One more thing, and ain't no, nobody going to be getting it, but... Bro, it's gonna fly off the shelves at Marshalls. I'll tell you that. Did y'all see the? <laughs> so they were talking about how bad they did on the album cover. They were talking about. Um, I should have known his album cover was gonna be bad when IKEA asked him to do a rug. <laughs> yeah, to design yeah. A rug. And it was Did a you receipt. see the rug? <laughs> it was a receipt. Like, oh, he it like a receipt. It was yeah. an IKEA receipt, bro. The rug was an IKEA receipt. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! Really? 
So is he really creative to y'all, or is he just like got so much clout that anything that he does? I think it's the clout. He got lazy now. I think it was actually good. I think the first pair of shoes were good. Those first ones. Honestly, those were lazy too. I mean, let's be real. Did he really do anything with those? I like the Vapor Maxes. Uh, and and the ones I like the favorite Max and the ones. Everything I do like now. Distress, I do like the distressed is, look. I is think there that's really? Cool. Like, is there really anything to that though? No, not really. Like really, all, all all he's taking is like you know some of the things that were on the original designs of these shoes. Yeah, like air, and he's putting that on the outside. And, like, <laughs> you know, putting a zip tie on it. It's like. You're kind of taking something that was already now. I, I get it. Part of that was creative, but after a while, like it's, they're you just can, anyone can throw bread ties on you. <laughs> like at a certain at a certain point, you're just charging us for a not put together version of the shoe. <laughs> like you're charging us extra for it. Dang, he's been scamming us the whole time, bro. Hey, he's the real. Is- he's the real Joanne the scammer. Wait, hold on. Did he come up with Velo? Cause I do like Vlog. No, that's a uh, ASAP. Oh, ASAP, that's uh, ASAP Ari. Ari, yeah, Ari. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. he's trash. So I tell oh, you, no, it's not big trash, bro. Oh. Little baby. Let me tell y'all why. I texted y'all this weekend, letting y'all know that the Roots Picnic, the Roots Picnic, the big festival that the Roots do, is went virtual. Of course, this year, COVID, blah blah blah. And Lil Baby got on there. He performed uh, Bigger Than Us. And, bro, when I tell you I dropped a tier two, I dropped a tier two or three. Uh, it was definitely good. He had all the lot, um, a list of all the names that people that have been shot by police, killed by police with no justice going on in the background. And them lyrics was just hitting us over. Mm. Lil Baby is definitely... I feel I he was my favorite of the new generation. But like after this, bro, I was like, yeah, he's definitely finna hit that upper echelon that some people are kind of sleeping on, you know? That four, five, six position top rappers in the game. He's probably gonna shoot up there, bro, after this. We will see. Such a good such a good song with a beat with a beat like that. A trap verse, bro. A trap revolutionary song. Who's done that? Ain't nobody done I, it, bro. You know who I want to see him on a song with? Who? Kodak Black, bro. I think they would go crazy together on the track. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think so, but I'm. Just I just to think, think like I think Kodak would still be already. running stuff if he wasn't locked up and. I think the re- one of the biggest reasons why Lil Baby is doing so well is because Kodak he's not locked up. Because <laughs> he's not locked up? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm so. talking about because Kodak's not out. No, I don't think so. I think bro. Kodak was leading the new, those, the, that little new school. Yeah, but we're talking about even newer than that because we're talking about yeah. Kodak and Kodak, Kodak and Lil Uzi are kind of like in the same. Kodak's been technically around a lot longer than Lil Baby. Yeah, wait. Well, I know, I know. I'm just saying. um, They're kind of not in the same class. Well, really not in the same class at all. I wouldn't say the same class. But I'm saying. Kodak's been out for at least five years. You would have to put Lil Baby above Uzi and him, right? No, no, Uzi and. Wait, wait, hold on, say that again. 
I'm saying you'd have to put Lil Baby above Uzi and Kodak to really put him up there, like in that four or five, with like running the game type. Yeah, deal, right. I mean, I I personally enjoy Lil Baby's music more than both of them. Uh, I, saw, I saw a stat today that said Uzi and Baby are the only albums that have came out this year that have got over two billion streams on their albums. Hmm. And I like both of them. I'm glad my some of my favorite artists are actually out here flourishing. Yeah. But no, I'm what's interesting is oh. I was I was listening to Yes Indeed the other yeah. day. And it's interesting because that's another one that Drake kind of put on. Yeah, Jake, he was Jake. around. He 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 had he had the mixtapes and stuff. But that before that song, that's gonna I be interesting because it's like, uh, go ahead. I just said I hadn't heard of him. We you know we that's a ongoing topic of yeah you know, people that Drake knew, put on. I mean, with I, the knew, I knew him a little bit from the barbershop, but not that much. Definitely, have to it's gonna be though, it's gonna be interesting to see with this little homie, uh, Forty Two Dugs too, because he's kind of on that little. He's got a little buzz going, and then I'm rocking with that's, that's, that's all. That's a little hard. They're talking about him and Drake doing it. They're talking about him and Drake. Yeah, doing so Drake. Like, Drake was like 42 Doug. He's spinning. You know, is he gonna serious. skyrocket too? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's already doing good. He's he's skyrocketing right now with Yo Gotti and and uh, Lil Baby because he's actually signed to Yo Gotti's like CMG. Oh. And, oh, and, and it looks like they have something dropping tonight. I think it's called like Recession Proof. Something like that. I don't know if it's a song yeah, yeah. or a collab album, but it looks like a collab album because they're all of them between it, him, Black Boy, JB, Moneybag, and uh, who's the other one? Black MC. Yeah, Black MC. Yeah, I did, I did see that. I didn't know he was signed to CMG, though. That's cool. Well, yeah. Uh, what about Gunner? I mean, See, that's the thing. When you when you said Kodak would sound good with him, Little Baby already has too many that he sounds good with. He sounds good with Drake, as we've heard. He sounds good with Gunna, of course, and he sounds good with 42 Doug right now. I'm just talking about making a hit, though. Right? Like, he's made... Uh, Gunna, he's made, like, a whole project. So. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know about Lil, 42 Doug. But... Little Baby with Young Thug. Little Baby with just about anybody, though. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one tweet. I said I sent it out to my aunt, but uh, little baby's supposedly working on a project called Lamborghinis Boys. Oh and yeah. Only people with Lamborghinis are gonna be. Oh on yeah, that I saw one. that. I saw that. <laughs> and, there should be a video it, or something like that. I think it was a video. I think it's a one song. But someone quoted the tweet about that, and they were like, "Ah, so that's why little baby's been hitting me up." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Bro, I love Twitter, bro. Undefeated." Oh. Little baby in black had a song um, on black had a uh, album or a little EP. Yeah, he out. dropped a little six. Yeah, it was good. It was uh, "Know My Rights." It's a pretty fire one. So I mean, honestly, little baby, I think just he sounds good with multiple people. So like all his features sound good, like that he's on and then who's on with him. And he then can he, he can hold. Yeah, and then he can carry a song on the album. Yeah. Like it's called commercial or something like that. Commercial. Yeah, commercial. commercial. Yeah, commercial. That yeah. one goes hard. Yeah. That was fire. And you're right, because Lil Baby really can carry his own songs by himself. He's yeah. got the woe. He's got uh, oh, yeah. bigger than bigger than us. My dog when it first dropped. Uh-huh. Something to prove. Everybody... Some something to prove hard. Uh... Freestyle, of course. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, bro. Awesome, oh, awesome was kind of low key dissing me when he first came out. He was throwing slugs. He used to throw slugs at little baby, but not no more. It's just because you talked about him so much. I think I knew what was coming. I knew both of y'all coming. do that. Both of y'all do that. Like whoever the other one's high on, <laughs> the <laughs> other one tries to 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 diss or downplay a little bit. And occasionally was, y'all, was, occasionally y'all pick the wrong side. Oh, uh, because I knew what was coming. Oh. Emotionally scarred, bro. That's all. Yes, emotionally scarred. Myself. Yeah, bro. That, that's my favorite that's... one off the, the most recent album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So nine years ago, Kendrick Lamar dropped Section Eighty. Best song on it. Go. Classic. Uh, I would probably say, without looking at the track list. Uh, Man, this is hard, bro. I would probably say the sample with Aaliyah and Pimp C. What track is that? Which one's that? The track with the Pimp C sample and Aaliyah. Uh, Let me look it up. I guess. Is it chapter six? I guess I'll look it up so we can be somewhat accurate. We don't want to be all loosey-goosey on the pod. Is it chapter six? Uh, Blow my high. Blow my high. Members only. Members only. Uh yeah, without looking at the checklist, I'll say blow my high. But after looking at the checklist, I'd probably say Ronald Reagan era. I was gonna go with that hey, one too, but I probably I'll probably go with high power just because that's much more of a vibe for me. J Cole, or ADHD. Oh, J Cole produced that song. Or ADHD wow. too. Yeah, that's a good song. I though. did not know that, bro. Like this this whole album right here would have been on the Blue House soundtrack. Because I used to play the world out of this perfect. Like we talked about last week. I tried to get Austin on it, but he didn't want to get on it anytime. I remember but when we, we, we were listening to uh, Keisha's song. I remember the first time. The first time I heard that one. Or was it the first time? Maybe we just after I heard it. It might have been the first time. Nah, I don't know. Anyways, that we was... were listening to Keisha's song in G's room one time. I was like, dang, yeah. this dude is going crazy. That's a powerful song. Yeah. yeah, it is, bro. This whole this whole project is, bro. Like this is like, and the reason I really like it a lot is because I know this is like the last of the mixtape era. Really, you think so? Yeah, the, this album, this yeah. album was definitely like the start, if not You're the right. end of the mixtape era. Because no one, yeah. no, it definitely wasn't. The, it definitely wasn't the start of it. Yeah, it was because um, what when did they drop? Two thousand eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven. That's definitely like the end of it. Yeah. And then SoundCloud started popping up. Um, yeah, SoundCloud and everything else. A couple years later, actually. So, actually, mixtapes might have still been going full swing because I still remember like 2013, there were still mixtapes being dropped. So, so start of the last great era of mixtapes. Yeah, last great era. And then I think probably around 2015, that's when like SoundCloud started popping. It was the done done. That's, that's what Everyone about. started getting Apple radio stations that no one even uses anymore. Yeah, 2014, 2015 was um, was SoundCloud. But, um, and then people... I'm just thinking about, bro, it's just the times we have lived through from 90, from the early 90s to now bro, is crazy. Bro, we went through 9-11. We went through the 2000 thing. The year 2000, when they thought everything was shut down. 2012, when they thought the world was going to end. We're living through a pandemic right now. We've lived through multiple what South Korea missiles attempted missile strikes. 
I mean, we, we the list could go on. I mean, the list could go on. You. We through yeah. Trump. End of, We're going through of, Trump right now. <laughs> end of CDs. Yeah, end of CDs. Digital. Bro. Everything goes digital. End the of cable. Of, end of cable. I mean, <laughs> launch of smartphones. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, we we could do this all day. That's crazy. I don't like. This, like, has any other generation like? Can they say? It? I mean, I don't think. No, bro, they can't. With the way hold technology on, on, has on. advanced, with the way technology has advanced in just these two years, no. What was it? What did they say? There was more technology in the flip phone than it was on the, in the uh, astronauts. When the astronauts had and they landed on the moon. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, they some, genera- calling, some generations calling have up. like whole wars and stuff like that, and we had we had wars. wars. <laughs> wars in Afghanistan. We had a war in Afghanistan. Oh, you forgot the whole time Bush. Thing? That wasn't like Bush. World War One or World War Two and nothing like that. Or the Vietnam War, which was huge. You know, some generations had like you know disco and all that stuff drop. And I mean, if you're talking yeah, about the people, music drop, if you're talking about <laughs> if you're talking about the '90s, everything that they they had to do. We're living like, in we the part of that. We're a part they of had, that. They had OJ trial and all that. I mean, come on, man. We we we're looking at it from a from our view, but. Some of these generations went through like a whole lot of stuff that was just wild. Even though it may not I'm be from a technology standpoint. Casey Anthony, yeah, the Casey Anthony case. We had LeBron James. Okay. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, they had Michael we Jordan. Had and we had Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Johnny Manziel, bro. <laughs> Come on. RG three, bro. Come we won a Heisman. We had Barry we went to the college and and saw one of the greatest football performances of our lives, and he won the Heisman Trophy. And Drake mm-hmm. made a song about him. That's crazy. Drake, bro, Drake. Bro, they, they win Heisman we had Trophies Beyonce. every year. They we win Heisman Trophies every year. We had Rihanna. Not at our college. You know, he was like the second person to ever win the Heisman at A&M. I know what I'm saying is like somebody wins it at another college every year, and they're experiencing that. <laughs> uh, all, oh, I'm, oh. all I'm saying is it, it's we're that's from a true, very but biased perspective. We would need to talk to talk to somebody that's like 90 and be like, all right, what um, decade or what generation do you think probably you know experienced the most? That'd be the. Did they have a Tide Pod era? Did they have a Tide Pod era? They didn't have TikTok. Get out of here! All right. Well, I think this is a good time to bring up a little bit more of the serious topics because um, we. Got a couple of those to hit too. Oh man, way to bring down the mood, Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all wanted to start. Y'all wanted to start high. We did want to start high, bro. I missed the, miss the fun podcast. It's not like we really had that many fun ones because we started in the middle of a pandemic. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, let's talk about Hollywood trying to be woke and brands attempting to be woke. Okay. So we saw Aunt Jemima, Aunt Jemima got canceled. We saw Uncle Ben got canceled. Not mad at what, it. What other, what other project got canceled? That's all I can think of. I know there's some other ones, but I mean. Well, I, I found out, well, not found out. I think I kind of knew, but uh, the Ice Cream Truck song is super duper racist. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, I heard. I saw that. 
I went I went on a freaking wormhole of YouTube on YouTube of like mm-hmm. former racist songs, bro. And like, bro, there's so many songs yeah. that are hella racist. Yep. I was like, well, I'm not humming that tune anymore. <laughs> yep. And I wonder why uh, I love trap music so much because it's not, you know, it's not problematic. Uh, it's not problematic. <laughs> <laughs> At least not racist. <laughs> At least it's not racist. Yeah. When they talk, when they talk about white girls, they're not talking about people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but no, like, and then um, it's just like all these companies, man. Like they're just trying to the do stuff team. to. Bro, mm-hmm. this would be the perfect year for them to change their name. I think NFL's, the NFL is not coming back this year. F it. Just take a rebrand, get all your heads together, and try to come up with a new name for the team. I don't NFL's think the name coming... is even the problem. They're just they're, they're being stubborn about it. But from what I've seen, they're, um, some of these larger companies are, are um, withholding ad dollars, advertising mm. dollars um, to – you know, for these, because basically what they do is like, you know, hey, we're the official, you know, blah, potato blah, blah, chip blah, of the of the Washington Redskins or some of the Washington Redskins. And they yeah. give them money for that. And so what they're saying is that um, a lot of these companies are not doing that and they're mm. threatening um, to not, you know, make those ad dollars available unless the Washington Redskins change their name. Yeah, I mean, so, like like I said, bro, like the NFL is probably not going to come back this year. It's hard to keep fifty three people on each team quarantined and in a bubble and away from the outside world. And that's just the players. That's not including the trainers. That's not including the coaches. That's not including the personnel. That's not including management. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a factor in all those people to be quarantined and stay. Free from other people, like it's not coming back. Bro, give it up. I, I done gave it up on it, and uh, so why not just change the team now? It's super racist, everyone knows it's racist. There's been groups for it, there's been groups against it. They have a token group that supports the Redskins, and they put them in the skybox every year for a frizzle. And uh, yeah, bro, like, but all these companies are trying to be woke and trying to change stuff all late, barely noticing it's racist when, bro. All the main point of this protest and everything's been going on is for justice for all them people that have died to police officers and law enforcement that and there's been no justice for them at all. Only worst thing's been happening to these cops is they've been fired. Have none of them been sent to prisons for murder. And half of them can't even get fired, like all the ones with Breonna Taylor's uh, killers. Only one of them been fired. And he still doesn't have a case against him yet. He still hasn't been indicted on nothing, charged with nothing. So I think people are really, I, I really think these businesses are just trying to pit it up to divide, kind of divide and conquer, get the point away from what it really is. You think? I just Things think. Work. I think. I think. Once you get white people talking about race, that's when things start changing. And I think that's mm-hmm. what happened. Now you have white people that are starting to realize um, that some of the things that they've done or participated in where they were able to be blind to, they're starting to notice, like, man, that was pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. And so once they start speaking out on these things, it, it amplifies our voices that have been talking about it. And I think that's when you have, um, you know, your money starts being affected. You know, we've always talked mm-hmm. about, you know, 
um, how our our money and our dollar has power. Um, mm-hmm. But white people, it really does. And they really kind of Thanks. move with it. Um, the poorest of the poorest, the riches of the rich. They yeah. all have power. Right. So I'm not saying that ours doesn't, but their voices um, it's with, along, along with their money, it, it just it makes more noise than, you know, something that we've been banging a drum about for years, all of a sudden white people get on board and then now you're seeing things change. And so that's what I think is happening with like the Washington Redskins franchise um, and, you know, and Jemima and some of these other things that when people start to realize, oh, that is racist, that does make black people feel uncomfortable, that does make Native Americans feel uncomfortable, oh, we have not seen justice in these particular areas. I think once they start lending their voice to it as well, now, now everybody's thinking that their checkbook's going to get messed up and they're, they're trying to make sure they, they can keep the bag because Daniel Snyder, not once was he talking about changing the name to, to mm-hmm. um, Washington franchise. And all of a sudden, um, you know, you got these, these advertisers who were talking about pulling, pulling their money away because of the, the uproar. And now he wants to change. It's all about those sponsors. Those are the sponsors that they stand behind when they do press conferences. Like yeah. you'll see the Washington Redskins logo, or you'll see Cowboys logo, and then you'll see a Pepsi logo up there with it, a Banks logo up there with it. Those yeah. are the ones that really be giving them bread. And if you ain't got no sponsorships oh, yeah. back there, bro, you gonna be missing some, especially in this season where every every NFL franchise is gonna be losing money. Yeah, but yeah, I think all of that to say that's um. That's why people are so motivated because at the end of the day, it's money. Like, yeah, money I, talks. I, I said I said this on here before, um, and I heard it on a, a podcast, and I always like to repeat it. I think Max Kellerman um, says it on um, First Take: businesses aren't um, immoral or moral; they're amoral. They don't have any morals. Like, they just listen to the dollar. They just listen to money, and if the money's talking, you know they're listening. Um, soon as soon as the money starts starts bouncing, then that's when they. They changed. Go ahead. And breaking news. Da na 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 na. FedEx, which sponsors the Washington Redskins field, has asked the Washington NFL team to change its name. Ooh. Wow. Your namesake appeared uh, field. Mm-hmm. They and yeah, they it's FedEx Stadium. Yep. Interesting. It's crazy, bro. This is crazy. This goes up there with, you know, like the um, what state was it they took down the Confederate flag? Mississippi. Off of their flag, Mississippi. Yeah, this is like the Mississippi thing, bro. Like stuff is stuff is actually happening, bro. And that's why I feel like some of these businesses are doing this stuff to cause division because at the end of the day, bro, the strongest thing we can do is unite. The strongest thing we can do is have white people agreeing with black people, black people agreeing with white people, Mexican people agreeing with black people, Mexican people agreeing with white people. That's that would be the strongest thing, bro. And for people to do stuff like this, I believe it because division just causes but, a ruckus, ruckus and everything. Bro. But what do you, what do you mean by businesses are trying to cause division? Well, not not businesses per se, but these owners and stuff, bro. Let's not act like we don't know who are at the top of all these businesses. No, I mean, like I said, it's it's money talks, like. They, yeah. they let's not think that they have a, a moral compass. As soon as being being racist or being a little problematic is mo- more beneficial to them, they'll switch sides. And so yeah. it's important for us to continue to put, to continue to put pressure on them as far as the people that are 
you know, living the day to day in America and um, having to interact with, you know, you just your everyday people. Um, we're the ones that have to put pressure on them because to them, it's all about money. If we're still spending money at these places and these advertisers are still going to pay for them, they'll leave the name of something that's problematic. They'll, um, they won't support Black Lives Matter. They, you know, like, just like with the Colin Kaepernick thing, you know, four or five years ago, all these, these same owners, these same NFL teams, um, these same um, businesses were not supportive of, of the cause. And weren't lending money to it. And then all of a sudden, when the climate changes and we're putting pressure on them to do it, they're like, you know what? I think we should do that now. They don't care. They, yeah. could, they could absolutely care less. But it's where the money's at. Mm-hmm. And we're the ones that spend the money. So we're the ones that have the power in that. So. Yeah. I was listening to this uh, AZ song. And at the outro, um, somebody was talking and they're basically like having a conversation, right, with like their friends, and he's talking about like, you know, everything that's going on. And this is like back in the nineties, mind you. Uh, and so he's talking about everything that's going on. He's just like, you know what? Like, think about if the black people, black community, took all of their talents and efforts and creations and everything that they've done in America and went back or went to Africa. Um, and did all of those things that they've done here, there, to build up that country, and Mm. just saying how America would be nothing without them. And it's crazy, because if you think about it, it's like, even now, just looking at it right now, like, what would America be without any of the sports, any of the music? Because, I mean... Yeah, Yeah, I mean... Well, it's... They can affect it now. They can affect it now here in America. They don't even have to go back to Africa. Like, like uh, the kid from Mississippi State, like he was like, I will not play right. for Mississippi State unless that Confederate flag comes down. Yeah, and uh, and it happens. So like, imagine if all of them to record labels or made their own labels or a black owned label for that part, and uh, yeah. control the money here. I mean, yeah, it, it can happen here in America. Shout out what? to Netflix. They they just donated a whole bunch of millions of hundreds of millions of dollars to black owned banks. Making it the large, largest contribution ever. One thing to keep in mind, Austin, is that you're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, seventy something countries in Africa. Or I don't want to be misquoted, but there's a lot. Um, That's true. And all all of them have their own governments and economies, and you know, you're not always talking about a democracy where your voice can be heard and other things like that. Um, so it's important about which country we're talking about. Also, resources. Some of those countries are richer than others. Um, some of them are war-torn. Um, there's 54 so countries in Africa. 54? 54. Okay, yeah. excuse me. So you're talking about 54 countries. Um, some of them are war-torn. You know, some of them have, you know, less resources. Um, some of them are richer than others. Some of them have um, hierarchies that are, that are different. Now, to be able to take that power, I think a lot of the, the power that we do have um, like if you're going to talk about from a, a sports or an entertainment perspective is outsourced anyways, like it impacts the world already. Um, so kind of like what Jay said, going back to, you know, Africa or a specific country in Africa, you're still talking about things that are outsourced in a lot of ways. Right. Um, also, you're talking about different communities that 
I, I don't think, and I think that's always like if you look at back at Marcus Garvey and a lot of, um, you know, uh, different civil rights leaders, you know, that that brought up going back to Africa. I think the reason so many people were against it um, is just because we're already here. Our families are here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is as far back as you could chase back. Pe- people want to hold pe- – I think we want to hold America to its own standards. You know, right. America talks about it being a melting pot and talks about all men being creative equal and all these other things like that. So many people from those countries come here because they want to be here. Um, I'm not going to, you know, fall into the propaganda of America being the best country, but America has a lot more opportunities that a lot of these other places don't have. They have resources and just kind of allow for a meritocracy of, um, you know, people being able to make something of themselves that they may not have opportunities elsewhere. And so if this is supposed to be one of the, the better countries to be able to do that in, if we can't do it here, you know, like, where where are we going to be able to do that, you know? Right. And so I think where our voices should be heard the most, you know, a, a country that we help build, build um, you know, where, you know, our footprints are are everywhere, our fingerprints are everywhere upon this country, this is, should should be the place where we're able to make the most difference. I mean, if you're saying that, you know, if we went back to, to Africa, do you think that they'd see us as the same as them? Like, all these these Americanized um, black people think that they're better than us and want to come into, you know, our country and, you know, tell us how to do things and tell us, you know, how to change and stuff like that. It wouldn't be received the same because we'd be the outsiders there, too. You know, like, yeah, I agree. They're, they're I not going to wel- we're not going to be welcomed with with, uh, with open arms into a foreign country. Just the same. I agree, as- but there are yeah. people that like Akon, right? That are from Senegal, like, um, and so like, you see what he's doing over there. And so right. I don't know. I just have you like have you heard you've heard the uh, Sahai song New Africa? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, I like. I the feel song. like that song is like super powerful because everything that he's talking about in there is like could really be a possibility. Yeah, like they were so, making fun of uh, when the riot started. They were making fun of Ti calling uh, Atlanta Wakanda, but like it, see, in his eyes, it really is because like there's just so much black people, so uh, much black culture no, there no, in Atlanta. No. Yeah, it, I know it, what that. It, it can really look like that. <laughs> they have black officials, Get they the have black governors, they have black, a lot of black cops. They have just not, a lot of black. I'm not going to talk there. about that. No, I mean that's that's a big thing. My grandma said that one time. My grandma um, wanted me to move to Atlanta because she's just like that's where black people go to thrive. Right, and it is. It, it, you know, it and that, black now. That's there, a big like... thing. I just didn't like how he brought it up because he brought it up during of a course. serious conversation, and then of he brought it, up a fictional place. The delivery was terrible, of course. But no, it was saying, terrible. Like I, this I was Wakanda. Just, I'm like, come on, man. Like, I was like people are trying to take you he... serious. Up yeah, here. for sure. And you're talking nah. about a cartoon. Place. I made a fairy tale place yeah. came out. at the end of the day. But I was just saying I understand why he couldn't see it like that. That's that's new that is New Africa over there in Atlanta. Nothing yeah. but black owned stuff and it's beautiful. I loved it. When I was down there, I'll definitely go back again. But I think that's that's really cool how um I think in a lot of ways and places people that don't get to see um cities like that mm-hmm. think that we can't build our own stuff and can't um, kind of have our own um, 
communities that support each other and right. people people tend to say well black people don't black people don't vote black people don't do this stuff and it's just like no you just you you haven't seen you know areas where it's been able to thrive because in a lot of areas um whenever we start to build something like that it's torn down you know or it's mm-hmm. um sabotage you know where people aren't able to get business loans or like able those. to like the Oklahoma bombs, like the Black right, Wall exactly. Street. Exactly. You know, so um, I, I think there'd be a lot more cities like Atlanta um, mm. if it hadn't have been for that. But I mean, hopefully, you know, you know, with the start of hopefully that, you know, Atlanta, it's it's been like that for a while. But, you know, having a, a black mayor and, um, you know, and it's and it's not like it's not inclusive to other people. It's just a very progressive city um but it's also in in georgia so i mean you go to any of the rural cities in georgia you don't see that you don't see the opposite (laughs) exactly Um, you don't get the opposite end of the spectrum for sure i think i think my biggest thing is i i agree 100 percent with what killer mike is he says a lot and um when he speaks is that black people have to organize and like I hear him say that repeatedly, organize, organize, and I think that's what, like that's what the black community has done in uh, Atlanta is they have organized. Um, they do stand in solidarity with one another, and like you said, they have there's businesses there. They have a black mayor. Like mm-hmm. I just think in other, like you said, to see that in other cities and stuff, like the black community does have to organize, um, and like you said, like. Back then, with, with the Ohio bombings and stuff like that, like Oklahoma. that was, uh, yeah, Black Obama. Wall Street. Like, um, like they were organizing there, right? And it still yeah. got uh, demolished. But I think now it'd be so much more powerful. But do you have people trying to sabotage that? I think that's where it comes in. I'm not saying that um, we shouldn't do that. Um, I think that's that's a powerful thing, but will you have a community that's receptive to it? You know, like even a place like Waco. I mean, we you know Waco's you know has a lot of minorities in Waco, but who are the real, who are the people who are the people that are really pulling the strings in Waco? It, it's not, not a- black and Mexican people. You know, I mean, for the most part, we do have representation as far as like people that sit on councils and um, you know business owners and such like that but for the most part it's, it's white people that are still controlling the stuff in Waco and so and it's I very think, segregated here <laughs> I, and very segregated and so I think you have to have you know a you know an infrastructure where either everybody's working in conjunction with each other or you know the white people decide you know hey we don't want to be here no more and they go move somewhere else and allow for for and not saying that you know white people should move out but I think that's what happens in some of these cities like Atlanta. It's not that, you know, they don't have any white people. It's that they've moved to suburbs, suburban yeah. areas and white flight. So yeah, they've gone, they've, they've exactly. gone elsewhere, which has allowed for the black people in a city like that to, to rise and be able to create prosper. change and prosper in a city. You know, what's crazy, bro. I'll be thinking about it a lot. Not a lot, but uh, how comfortable we were saying, the white Y and the black Y here in Waco. We were saying that comfortably, bro. We were the throwing white, around. We were throwing white around. Y? Yeah. Oh, the white Y and the black Y. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we, were, we were throwing that around so comfortably, bro. Uh, yeah. 
We were like a hundred percent. Which one you talking about? Yeah, exactly. But you going to the one? Which one? The white one or the black one? Yeah. Like, bro, we were saying that so comfortably in the two thousands, bro. Till today. Till today, bro, we still saying it comfortably. White, white, black, white. Which one is? It? That's crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah, but I mean, we we obviously weren't talking about. There's only white people there. There's only black people there. But you're talking about one that was in East Waco and one that was in <laughs> West Waco, Lake, Lake, Lake Shore. You know, yeah, so obviously there. there there was only one Y, and then there was a second Y. And so people, I mean, we just said I don't remember. Like I remember one time someone was like, "Both were nice." Yeah, they were both nice. I've been to both of them. They're both great. But yeah. I remember one time we said in front of somebody, and they were like, "Did you just say black Y or white Y?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of like always think about that moment, bro. Like, bro, we was we really just let it slide the whole time. The black Y has been open because it's the newer one, technically. And I was yeah, like, but that was kind of us that coined that term. I don't remember. I've never heard a white person say you're going to black Y or white Y. <laughs> yeah, no, I never. It, it, it was us. It was us that was saying it. And it was definitely us saying it. We knew what we meant. Like you going to East Waco, yeah. or you going to the one way over there. Like sure. Like, yeah, you know? uh, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about it the other day. I was just like, bro, we was really comfortable just saying it. We was just throwing it around willy nilly. Yep. That's hey, bro. That's life, bro. The older you get, the more you realize about stuff, bro. <laughs> maybe it's crazy. Maybe a little pro- problematic, but you know, very, yeah, very much so. Um, other well, t- tough topic, uh, Vanessa. I, f- I, f- I forget how to say her last name. I was hoping you knew how to say it. I'm gonna say Gian. Is it Gian? Gian, I'm gonna say Vanessa G. Vanessa G. All right, let's talk Vanessa about Vanessa G, man. Because that is Hood. We've been hearing about it for a couple months now, you know, when yeah. people were, I'm not sure if it was a couple months, but it, it felt like it. It felt like for a while that people have been talking about she's been missing and her family's worried about her. They don't know where she's at. And they recently, I think they found her um, remains in a river or the river right over there. Yeah. Um, Belliger. Um, Did they confirm that though? Hit to death with a hammer, chopped up with the machete and then cased in concrete. Yeah. Yeah. And this came. Hey, who's the who's speakers on? I'm echoing a little bit. Yeah, I heard it too, but I think it's good now. Mic check. Yeah. Okay. Um, this all coming out after she reported her upper, upper. Uh, which one? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I know what you mean. Superior. Um, yeah, superior officer, commanding officer, for sexually assaulting her. And man, this is a very terrible story. Terrible. Very heavy. Very heavy, bro. It's a lot of, so a lot of points to hit on. So she was killed, raped, and they tried to cover up her body in concrete, bro. So they couldn't find her. That's wait, wait. wait. So I thought it was a, so it wasn't in a river. They 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 had buried no, her in concrete. Yeah, concrete. Yep. Oh, wow. They tried to cover up in concrete. And the dude that is the main suspect of it went to go commit suicide today. Which is, oh, uh, I hate that. Yes. Because you, you really, like, can you really get all the answers, you know? But the wife of the soldier that just killed himself, uh, she just got out on bond, but she was arrested. Cecilia Aguilar. Big trash, big trash, big trash. <laughs> Well, she's Cecilia Aguilar, so was she? she she's Hispanic? The, she, nah, Latinx? She, uh, 
No, I don't say that word, Austin Jordan. You know I hate that word. <laughs> definitely, definitely well, on the joke. She definitely looks like she might be related to the Joker. Nah, she looked like she related to um, the chick that killed uh, Selena. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wasn't her uh, last name Aguilar? Uh no. No, 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 no. I forgot her. No, it's not that. It's common. Yeah, it's very uh, I common. Thought was, I thought her last name was Aguilar. I was about to. So crazy. the wife of the dude that is the main suspect, she's been arrested because he wants to go commit suicide today. And this is just another system. There's a a group uh, for Mexicans called LULAC. And mm-hmm. basically the wannabe, I'm not wannabe, but the Mexican version of Black Panthers. And they've been telling everybody, do not send your kids to Fort Hood. They do not care about your kids. They will not take care of your kids, especially your women. And this is just another example of how women are not protected right in this country, bro. And something thing, needs to be done. One question, though. When you enlist in the army, do you you don't I don't think you have a choice on where you're stationed. I don't believe like, so. You can't say, "Oh, I want to be stationed at Port, or, well, Port no. or I don't want to be stationed at Fort Hood." No. If you're if you enlist in the army, like you have to just go wherever they tell you go. Right? No, not not Fort Hood. Just like enlisted in the army, period. Yeah. Oh, in the army, period. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, I thought you were yeah. saying just going there. Okay, no, okay. yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's um. I, I was talking on, to some on the way to finding her bodies. They found two other dead bodies of oh, soldiers. No. So like this, well, Both women? Are, Both I'm women? not sure about the gender of the people, but I just know they found two other dead bodies as well that were also soldiers there on the base. Yeah, um, I was talking to my mom about it, and you know she was saying like, yeah, like within the military, there's very much a, a problematic, um, you know, rape culture almost, mm-hmm. and you have, you have to think anytime you have that 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 type of hierarchy where people are afraid to report because of their, their rank or their status. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you got to think like anything that they see, they'll probably be afraid to say, right. um, let alone something that can be criminal. Um, and so when you have something, especially when it's policed by itself, like the people that you would report it to would be your commanding officer. So if your commanding officer is the one doing it, that can be, you know, it can be kind of a, it can be problematic uh, and very tough for something to get out. I just, it, it stinks that she got killed for it. Like she, she did report mm-hmm. it and was killed subsequently after that or yeah. was going, it happened to her. She was going to report it and that happened. No, she got, she reported it to him and they're saying she was beaten by a hammer, chopped up with a machete and covered up in concrete. To so try to the person she reported it on, was that the person that killed her? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that killed herself this morning. Yeah. He committed that suicide. She, that was the person she reported. Yeah, he was the main suspect. So they knew. Yeah, they knew. Of course they, they knew. They could have brought that person in for questioning a long time ago. Long time if, ago. If, if that's the person she was <laughs> threatened by or harmed by. Yeah. Man, some deep doo doo, bro. And like, but that, like I tweeted, it was like the people that were all upset at Kaepernick for taking a knee and disrespecting the flag. That were all mad and upset about him disrespecting the flag. They're all quiet right now, bro. Ain't none of them up there protesting for her. She's a soldier. 
in, yeah. in America, the ones that you're upset that Kaepernick was kneeling for, and and they're all quiet, bro. They ain't bringing no justice to it. They ain't asking no one to be arrested. They ain't asking no one to be charged. They ain't asking for no investigations of the Fort of Fort Hood. They're quiet as a church mouse, bro. Couple things on that. I think if Vanessa was white, I think you'd have a um, different perspective. What? Um, the white dogs would have done been out. You'd have a lot of people riding, or just it'd be huge. Um, but also, second, um, honestly, I think if she was black, you'd probably have more outrage out of it. I think because she's, and I'm not sure if she's Mexican, but I'm just going to go. Yeah, she's Mexican. She's Mexican. Just because she's Mexican, I think it's be, it, it's not getting as much of the recognition it needs to. Yeah, um, attention. But also, but also, but also, just be—it's the military, man. The military is not going to oust itself. If y'all, no. if you thought the the police was bad, oh, yeah, the U.S. military is not going to accept fault for this. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm that the police departments are the biggest gang in this country, for sure. Yeah, so the army's not—they're—they're they're not going to let. Um, they're going to try to pin this on that one person. Or, you know, at this point, probably his wife or something like that, but they had cahoots in it. It's mm-hmm. going to try to, they're trying to, it's going to seem like they did it on their own. And any type of conspiracy is going to, somehow they're going to try to sweep that out the door. But I think it is a conspiracy because there's no way that it was reported. Um, and they have an official report and this person was missing for that long and they didn't look into this person. Like, why all of a sudden when, there was this huge uproar and everybody's, you know, all this negative publicity and people are asking, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Then they find her. I, I don't think they were looking for her before that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And just to give the trash dude his full, um, all the trash dudes involved in this situation, their names, uh, Aaron David Robinson, he's the one that was the main suspect that killed himself. And his commander was Aaron Wheeler and Jason Westbrook. All three of y'all trash. All three of y'all can go to a place that is very hot 365 days of the year. Yeah, man. That's that's terrible. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, the other two will face some type of consequences. And I, I just want to see that, you know, justice be served for this. Uh, because, I mean, there's really no excuse for you know, the people that are supposed to be defending this country, the people that are supposed to be protecting us, and they don't feel protected, um, especially young women. And so we want women to be in the Army. We want, you know, everybody to, you know, feel like they can serve. Um, but if people feel like they're not going to be heard once they join an organization like that, and I'm going to call it an organization. Listen they feel like they can, Yeah, at least listen to it, at the very least. At the very least. You know, so, I mean, you get that some things like this happen. I mean, in every workforce, there's, there's people that commit sexual assault and um, decide to use their power to um, at, to their advantage. But at the very le- at the very least, she should have been listened to. There should have been an investigation. That person should have been um, fired, removed from from that, and and criminal charges should have been brought against them. And you know, for them to be able to off themselves before any of that even happening yeah. because they took their time is a shame. Yeah, you are the clown that you've portrayed yourself to be. You are definitely the clown. <sighs> well, R.I.P. Vanessa. R.I.P. Vanessa, yeah. man. 
R.I.P. I'm sorry, our like, country failed you. Yeah, I know, bro. Country failed you, man failed you, Fort Hood failed you. Everybody failed you, man. I'm sorry. Uh, much respect to the family and all that they're going through. You're, like, this is sad, bro. We have people having to petition for their loved ones in the middle of a global pandemic, bro. Yeah, man. R.I.P. George Floyd, R.I.P. Breonna Taylor. Arrest her killers as well. That's a, that's an, that's an uh, interesting topic. Let, let's um let's talk about that because I think we we talked about it a little bit over a text at one time. Do you think that there's going to be murder charges that come against them? Do we even think that will happen? Let's not talk about what should happen. Let's talk about do we think that will happen? Sadly, no. Only one's been fired. There's still three other ones out there still <laughs> clocking in, clocking out every day. I think so, what what is the title? The, the 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 guy that's over the police or chief? The one chief, that would be police. Chief of police. Oh, the, you're talking about the district attorney. That is that who it is? Like he would yeah, be yeah. the one that would be charging them. The, the that's district the one, attorney would bring upon charges. Yeah, if they had. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that they were showing. Was that uh, he was at like uh, doing his something engagement, with his, his engagement, yeah, party. engagement yeah. party this weekend instead yeah. of arresting them. Yeah. I yeah. do think like if he does charge them, that he gets a lot of backlash. But at the same time, you have to. I mean. I, I don't so, know. I, I'm not in that position, but I, that's tough. This was my 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 issue with it. I think they should receive consequences. Um, I definitely think that they should lose their jobs and possibly even like manslaughter being brought up against there. Um, but I think the problem is the system in this case. Um, yeah. Because at least from what I looked at, everything that they, I mean, I think they did, for the most part, the, some of the things that they did were legal. They were given the wrong information um they there should have never been shooting but i think the shooting was a result of her Didn't boyfriend and her husband job, right yeah right right they they you know he popped up and, themselves shot and, and he shot back which as, as it, i would have <laughs> right so <laughs> I, I don't know if there's any evidence of them standing over her and shooting her on purpose to make sure she was dead but the fact that he didn't end up dead the person that actually had the gun would tell me that she got probably caught up in crossfire because mm-hmm. otherwise, would you want to make sure that he's dead? Yeah. The person with the actual weapon, otherwise. That was I that mean, shooting at you. <laughs> right. So that what that tells me is probably the, the whole, because I, because I think they were wearing unmarked clothing. I think I saw that, that they weren't dressed as police officers. So there's, there's a right. problem there. There's a problem there. Um, yeah. Usually when they go on sting operations like that, they're not in police clothes. Right, but I mean that's a problem. I've um, seen enough. To... <laughs> they they didn't they didn't identify themselves at the door. They didn't say that they were the police yeah. or anything like that. We need to come in, anything. So there was a lot of problems that happened. But I think that's systematic, not mm-hmm. particularly like all right. There was ten people there. Which gun casings ended up in her body? Like those are the people that we're going to bring against first degree murder charges. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, no, sadly not. And yeah, it's a terrible system. I remember one time my aunt's mom's house got kicked in, and they kicked it in, broke the door in half, bro, and said, "Yeah, you got to pay for that. We ain't fixing. Yep, we ain't paying to exactly. fix it." <laughs> exactly. So they, are very they cause all that damage like and then and then leave you with the bill. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be any justice for it, but I, I think we keep um, everybody's hammering in that there should be murder charges. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't. I don't. All, I don't think they're going to be charging anybody with with murder for it, because, I mean, at the very least, I mean, maybe you can hold the people you hold responsible for is maybe 
the person they gave the command that they could shoot or something like that. But uh, I just think it ended up being a, a sting operation that went bad. It just yeah. so happened that an unarmed person that was in their bed got killed. Um, I'm not saying I wouldn't like to see justice in regards to that and so that there would be change. And I, I saw that there was Brianna's law that was passed. In yeah, they made a couple a states. law for her afterwards. Right. Like, that's so I think so those are the things that, that I, I mean, but those are the things that keep it from happening in the future because right. no, nothing's going to bring her back. You have to do mm-hmm. things that are going to keep it from happening to the next the next person. Right. Um, I also think that, yeah, you can try to hold those people accountable, but I don't think it's going to end in murder charges, you know, the same way that it was for George Floyd. George Floyd was obviously all. someone doing something that was completely against the book, um, had ample opportunity to, to save that person's life, and they did at least at least get to the point, bro. At the end of the day, he didn't have she didn't have an eight minute video of him getting strangled or lynched, basically. Right. That's what it is. Bro. There's but no video thing, of her getting shot, so people ain't gonna feel no type of way. They're gonna be like, "Oh, it was just a bad operation that went wrong." I think people do feel away. I think they yeah. do feel away. I just don't. I don't know if there's enough to like. We're talking about this. This district attorney needs to bring up charges against them. What? What specific charges? Like murder. Can you like, bring what, up? What, Where's the, well, the evidence? My thing, that's... Jordan. Go ahead. To, to speak to that, my thing is, they had a warrant. Mm-hmm. But they had a warrant for somebody that wasn't even there, or they were there for the boyfriend. That's what they I weren't. Don't understand. They weren't there for the boyfriend. If I'm not mistaken, it was. Huh. I got. I got. I got to think about this. Because the person, the person that like, they were. First they of were... all, you have to have a warrant to even enter somebody's house. So they had or a no. warrant. They had a warrant, but it wasn't. I think they were looking for some. Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. Were they were looking for somebody? Or I'm they... looking at. I'm looking it up right now. All right. So we're. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the person that they were looking for was already in custody. Um, and I think the house that they that they had had that was the correct house that was on the warrant, but that was the incorrect house. And that's where I'm like, all right, right there is where we should be able to do something to get justice some type of right but, but do you, do you hold do you hold foot soldiers um accountable for what a commander most likely gave them like they were they were following orders um and you know although some of the, the tactics that they use i think were against you know i, I wouldn't want anybody f- using those tactics against me uh, I just don't think, given that something hasn't been done already, I don't think that there was anything that was against what they were, that what they do every day. You know, I just think it ended badly. Yeah, I see what you're saying because the guy. I mean, unless they were shooting first at him and then he was shooting back, that's different. But if he that, that did shoot, happen, I, mean, I don't. That is that what happened? They started shooting he, first, and then he he, he shot. He got up when he heard loud banging at the door. After a brief exchange, the dude, the the uh, boyfriend, fired his gun. And then they fired back, shooting her eight times and killing yeah. her. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah. he, but he shot. For one, he shot illegally. Like he owned that that firearm legally. And two, it's, it's your property. Yeah. Yeah. You have you have the right to defend your property. Um, the police have so, been investigating two men who believe were selling but, drugs out of the house that was far away from hers. So it was the wrong. But house. but the judge had also signed a warrant allowing them to search 
Miss uh, Breonna Taylor's res- residency, but because the police said they believe that one of the two men had used her apartment to receive packages. To receive packages, okay. Mm-hmm. So they think mm-hmm. that someone had used her address to receive packages or something like that. So in, that, in no way does that like you have to bust down somebody's door for that, or even just approach it see, the way they did. See, that's the thing. The judge ordered a so-called no-knock warrant, which is allows the police to enter without warning or without identifying themselves as law enforcement. Right. So, and this that's is, the law. This, this passed, is my. Right? This is my issue. The fact that the now I'm not saying that nobody should be held responsible, but the police were were working within a warrant. Right. They they were allowed to work within. Sadly, if, if maybe you want to hold the the judge, I'm not sure if you could hold a judge responsible for something that you know. I mean, I mean, yeah, be on, they, it should be on to, uh, constitutional. Yeah, I mean, what what he did was, I mean, it, it at the very least he wasn't. Um, adequate at his job i mean he he didn't do it well um which led to a death so i think you hold him responsible but if we're talking about hold these police officers responsible for it it's like okay they probably do this all the time mm-hmm. they get a warrant they don't have to do a no knock they go approach the thing they search it they do all these things and it just so happened that this person was going to stand their ground which they were allowed to do which led to an exchange of a fire because you know police officers, they're going to shoot anyways, but if they get shot at, you know they're definitely shooting. And I just For think sure. she, so the she got caught in the cross. She got, she got caught up in crossfire. So, I Look, mean... This, this, so is why I change, this is why I changed my stance, bro. Like, we can all... All the black and brown people can join the police force, bro, but it won't matter. It's a system that's messed up. Yeah. You can have as many cops as you want. Like I saw in the interview of J. Cole, it's, it's an oxymoron. There can't yeah, be good cop cops because there is no good system for right. black or brown, black or brown people at all. Yep. What were you saying, Austin? My bad. I was just gonna say to Jordan's point. What do you think is the best scenario? That like, do you think them being fired? Yeah. Justice in this case. At, and- in this case, the way things are going, fired is the best we're gonna get. Yeah, I think that's the best you can get. That's the best we can get. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not going to satisfy anybody because no. by firing them, you're admitting guilt. And so yeah. if you're admitting guilt to it, um, but that's the only thing that you see, um, that's not going to be good enough for, for most people um, or which even we, the family. Which we can get into. Like, that's terrible that a cop can a cop's bad day can cost someone's life. Right. And not get fired. Someone's no, yeah, bad day at Bath and Body Works could get a couple dollars missing. That'd be a bad day, and they're fired for that. Yeah. But over here as a cop, you have a bad day, you just killed somebody. And you're not getting fired for that. It's a corrupt system, bro. It's a terrible system. It needs to get fixed from the inside. Yeah. But, I mean, it just, all that to say, I hate to say it, but it feels like a lost cause. I mean, we yeah. we can keep beating the drum on Bjorn Taylor, but I mean I've I've looked at it um a few different times and you know sometimes I forget those the details exactly, but each time I look at it I'm just like I don't see how you know people get off for on being on video shooting unarmed people and they get off with a slap on the wrist and then something like this happens which, with no video. With no video for one, I mean, we have no proof that someone stood over her and and, and fired shots into her. Mm-hmm. 
Um, to me, I mean, it, I mean, and the and the big thing to me is the boyfriend shot at them. He was the one shooting and didn't end up dead. Mm. And charges were dropped against him. So that that just shows to me like, who who do you think they'd obviously be shooting at? They'd be yeah. shooting at the person shooting at them, and that person right. didn't even end up dead. So it's this is an accident. I mean, I'm I'm not. Like I said, the system's messed up, and I don't think they it should have been serving a, a no-knock warrant or any type of thing that allowed them to not have to identify themselves because that could have a no-knock you know, warrant shouldn't exist. Pe- people, that's the problem, and that's what needs to change. She, sh- she shouldn't be dead, but no. I think that's where the laws need to change. Yeah. Um, so won't happen in the future because each, these people ended up in prison isn't going to fix that. Each state creates their own laws too, you know. Yeah. No, exactly, and that should change in each state. Yeah. Brianna's law, where that they um, that's been proposed in, in certain states, should be um, should be everywhere. Yeah, I agree. But that's the thing too is like we want change, but not everybody wants change. You really... some, people, some people just want justice. Mm. And justice isn't the same as change all the time. Yeah, I know. So when 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 people see eat. somebody's dead, it's not good enough because I mean I've seen a lot of them, you know, bringing up Brianna's law, and everybody's like, "But what about the officers? You know, why are they still walking around? You know, because some people it's not good enough for change. They want you know to they, they right, want but ultimately change will bring about justice for the most more for the most part. Do you agree? Change brings about justice. Change will bring about more justice than what there is. I think change brings about justice. Yes, I can agree with that statement. But I don't agree my thing that. I don't like, agree like that most they, people agree with that. I think if, if everybody is, implemented Brianna's law and agreed that what happened um, shouldn't have happened, I think you'd still have a ton of people that because it's easier. Like what? What's the the meme that we're seeing? Arrest Brianna Taylor's murderers. Mm-hmm. Like. Like the the hashtag and everything, that's more fun. Um, and that's I think, what I'm saying. I, th- I think it's people would rather hold individuals responsible. And I think this is the problem also with the system a little bit. Not even the system. It's that they can put out scapegoats without yeah. having changed. You know, yeah. they can say, "Oh, well, hey, we charged this person, or hey, this person was fired, or hey, like the lady in the Vanessa, all for it, like the lady but in the Vanessa, exactly." Case. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There, you're going to see a ton of, um, you know, um, the media and if there's a, a trial going against that person and if that person's convicted and guilty, everybody's going to cheer. Yeah. But it didn't fix the 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 systematic um, problem that led to Vanessa um, being killed, being and, killed and, and it being hidden in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it's like putting a Band-Aid over it rather than actually healing the wound. Yeah, I agree, because just like they did create change um, there, if there's not like a countrywide change, these things are still going to happen in other states, right? See, that's like, the thing. happen again in, in, in another state and the person get killed and they're like, we go up and upraise, but it's like, well. See, that's, a, and that's the thing. It won't be, it won't change in every state because every state ain't going to like the fact that they had to implement a new law, you know? They're like, because you know, there's that separation between national and statewide stuff. And if they if they make all these other states that are definitely not big government friendly, they're gonna get upset about it. It is it's messed up. It gotta be political. Yeah. But bro, that's sadly the world we live in. 
everything well, turns political. I, I, I thought I saw recently that um, I think it was um, was it was it Congress that was trying to pass like um, um, police reform and such like yeah. that um, laws and such like that that they could pass down to the um, the states yeah. to implement. Um, so I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say that this the outrage isn't helpful. It's definitely helpful. Um, but we have to not just put pressure on, you know, one state. It has to be all of us kind of coming together collectively and saying, hey, we want this for our state as well. You know, Illinois did it. We we want to do it here in Texas. And Louisiana wants to do it. And all these other states, we want these same things. And writing, writing our, our officials for it to get done. Um, because most people will see that it's a good thing. And nobody wants that to happen in their um in their state and then they have to answer for it the same way and the same type of uh, outrage and uh, to happen in in their local city or, or state so i think we just have to continue to put pressure on them gotcha man gotcha. it would have been it been good to have misha misha here for this conversation because i know she she had some good stuff. Yeah, I know we were joking around at the beginning of the podcast, toxic masculinity, blah, blah, blah. But we respect our women. We take care of our women. We don't play. We don't, oh, yeah, we don't play that around here. Homie, don't play that. Absolutely. Uh, one thing, uh, not get off the subject, but kind of because we don't want to be depressed the whole time. NFL is going to play the Black National Anthem, lift every voice and sing before every week one game. That's a black national anthem? <laughs> yeah. It's a official, unofficial one. Lift every voice and sing. Is it by DMX? <laughs> no, no, it's by Migos. <laughs> it's by Migos or Fidget and Travis Scott. <laughs> hey, remember that when that meme was going around? It was like how black artists would sound if they sang the national anthem. And one of them was the Migos. And it was like, the brave. <laughs> you don't remember that one? Y'all remember that one? No, nah, not really. And then there was a Travis Scott one, and it was Travis. It was all in auto tune and everything. I guess I got to dig that one up. It was pretty funny. I guess. I wonder who's gonna. I, guess, I wonder who's gonna sing it. Because you gotta have a fire singer. I mean, if that's what the black community wants, I guess. Hey, like, like I said, nah. bro, that's further. I'm evidence. good on that. That's further evidence that week one is not coming at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go, be no football this year, bro. <laughs> week one, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> the week one is already canceled, bro. They haven't even told us yet. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they said that, that's official cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's what I'm talking about, organized, because one one black person but, doesn't speak for every black person. <laughs> but let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. At least you can't say that the black national anthem's racist. Yeah. It's like, There's hey, no racial undertones in it. That's always yeah, good. No. So I mean, <laughs> we're still gonna we're still gonna play the American national anthem, which we know has racial undertones, but we're gonna play the black national anthem too. So I mean, everybody gets their rock yeah. on. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins. Which one? Hey, you can't kneel for this yeah. one. I know you ain't gonna kneel for this one. <laughs> I, bet you I, know Be- I know Beethoven got to be on this. 
It ain't even gonna be no singing. It's just gonna be all instrumental. Hey, I bet you gonna Beethoven. <laughs> Beethoven, Beethoven. We should have yeah. knew Beethoven was black, bro. Collab. <laughs> right. It was right there in front of our face. <laughs> oh, bro. He said, "Yeah, he definitely been to stand up now." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god. They finna. They finna. They finna dub it <laughs> like. <laughs> When, when we see it on TV, it's not going to be with the Black National Anthem. It's going to be with the other one. <laughs> oh, no, bro. They're going to bring out Freddie week one to sing, to sing the Black National Anthem. <laughs> bro, shout out to Freddie. Please, bro, no. For having no, the worst. Do not shout out, Freddie. The worst National Anthem performance ever. All right. Yeah. Hey, we can wrap it up on that, bro. We can, we can end it just like Fergie did. The bread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to think. That's so crazy, bro. Oh, and Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga will do the one in California with Kendrick Lamar on the background. Oh, God. <laughs> For the LA Rams week one versus the Cowboys. Oh, oh man. They better not have no white person trying to sing that thing. Oh, except, except Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke can get the pass, right? And Mariah Carey. Yeah, we'll get both back. Depending on what Mariah Carey is. <laughs> Whatever the yeah, which one? She's black until Christmas. <laughs> well, until the day after Thanksgiving. No, day after. Then yeah. apparently exactly. Jack Jack Harlow. Oh yeah, Jack Harlow. <laughs> like we found out last week. <laughs> what they're gonna have Jack Harlow on that thing? They're gonna have Logic. Yeah, oh yeah. He's gonna sing half of it. <laughs> Tori Kelly, all these, all these black people that uh, look, yeah. <laughs> look white, or sounded at least. John B. Hey, John B. <laughs> John B. gonna come out of nowhere, bro. John B. Oh gonna come God. back. <laughs> There's still gonna be people like I didn't. What? I yeah. <laughs> still, people don't know. Oh, uh, bro. Well, all right. Hey, it's been another episode. Your boy Jay, your boy Jordan, boy Austin. We pray yes, for Mish that she's safe. She's traveling from Colorado. Why yeah, is she going out of her. state during a pandemic? I don't know, but hey, that's what you do when you love your uh, people. Shout out to yeah. Abraham. Today was his birthday. Or was it yesterday? Today or yesterday? I don't know. Happy birthday. Uh, I think it was yesterday. yesterday. It don't matter. Oh, yeah, yesterday. Shout out to Abraham. Happy birthday yeah. to you, my guy. Uh, it's been another episode. Peace out, y'all.